Welcome back to the Barca Breakdown. My name is Yusuf, and I'm here with my co-host, Adam. What's up, guys? Smash that subscribe button if you want to join us in drinking in the tears from the English press. Because Barca, Laporta, Xavi have once again proven that the player's will is going to reign supreme this summer. After all of the derision about how we're broke and mocking the levers, we have once again, like a thief in the night, stolen a player who seemed like he was destined to go to Chelsea, right? A big club, won the Champions League two years ago. About three weeks ago with Rafinha, you know, uh, Leeds and Chelsea had a deal agreed to, but Rafinha and his agent Deco, a former Barca player, were able to, you know, maneuver their way to come to Barca because that's where the player wanted to be because Barca are the biggest and greatest club in the world. And just again, Yus, after, you know, about a week ago, I might have texted you saying, Yus, it looks like Kunde is going to Chelsea. Uh, they've offered 60 million euros for Kunde, and it doesn't look like until we pull at least one more of those levers, we can get the money to pay for him. Boom. Laporta, Xavi being critical, calling Kunde, you know, every few days to tell him how important he is for the team. The, the player's will has, has risen again and proven to be what matters the most because Rafinha and Kunde both wanted to come to Barca, and it's now being reported that. Kunde will almost certainly come over to Barca. You know, Gerardo Romero has been on this beat for the last few days, really saying that it's going to happen. There was a lot of English press, English pundits, English fans who were saying, no way, Barca broke, trying to laugh at us. But we got Kunde use. I mean, how great is this, right? I just I just love the fact that when people had us counted out, right, talking about how Barca are, are, are awful and how they had such a bad year last year, even though we were second in La Liga, We've come back and we've had a great summer, and Kunde is kind of the cherry on top, right? Because we've had some questions that I think are rightfully placed about the priority list of how we're getting, you know, new players this summer. Okay, we get Pablo Torre, you know, at the end of last year, we get Kessie to come over. Then we get Rafinha, which is a little bit weird because we signed Dembele again. We get Lewandowski, which is great because we need a striker. But we've been sitting here saying, besides Christensen, we need some reinforcements for that back line. And now Jules Kunde is coming to Barca. How do you feel, Yus? Uh, I'm pretty excited, man. I think this is a long time coming in terms of talking about, you know, Bar Barca bolstering their defensive line because that is really a thing that we had a hard time working on, especially with some of the injuries coming around, uh, some unreliable defenders that we had in the past, Langlet being the one uh, drawing a lot of yellows and red cards, mm -hmm. causing some turmoil, and then Eric Garcia on the same front this last season. Then talk about Umtiti, who has been around for how many years now, not playing like any games, not being the player he used to be, be due to injury. Then a whole thing with PK and his injuries, and then Alba being the only one on the left side, and then on the right side, you know, having Dest, and then Araujo being that person that subs in for him at different times due to the all the chaotic, as I just said, issues with the defensive line. I feel like it's finally coming together. We're going to have a strong defensive line. Uh, Ter Stegen will not have to. Uh -huh. you know, what, you're, what? You're, you're so right there, right? Just to go back, uh -huh. right, you think <laughs> about the home leg against Frankfurt with the disgrace of too many German fans in the Camp Nou. And it was Eric Garcia, right, who draws the penalty in, like, the second or third minute. Okay. And we just, you know, Eric Garcia, I think, is a player that's very young. I, I think he's 21 right now. He's going to grow, and he's going to have time to get better. But it seems clear to me that Laporta, Xavi, the team, what they've really said is, hey, this can be our moment, right? Like, we're going to cut off our thumb in hopes that we'll have long-term success. We're going to sell some of these TV rights, the BLM, the, the merchandising deals sure. right now in hopes that we can, one, pay off our debt, pay off that Goldman Sachs uh, loan we got last year. And, you know, if we are able to bring success to this team, we can really 
make this a worthwhile trade. It's a big gamble, right? Like, there's no question about it. Now that Kay. we're getting Kunde too, yeah. uh, there's like there's no question that we need to make Champions League semifinals and be in the league title race until the last day and win it, right? Like these, this isn't like some sort of rebuild where you can be patient anymore. Like we were the last, you know, two years ish. This is like, okay, we have to win. Otherwise we're going to be screwed in the future. And Kunde, <laughs> like you said, is crucial because we've spent so many seasons. And I know last season was a little bit of a departure, but there were just too many bad memories of Busquets, Alba, PK, Langlet you know, being that defensive force to let up the Roma defeat or the Liverpool defeat or the 8-2 mm-hmm. against Bayern. And, and finally, it seems like we're getting enough fresh faces in that we can kind of turn a new leaf, right? And I think the question for you, use right, when we think about Kunde, there's, there's some the topics I want you to just go off on and talk about, right? And the first one is, how are we going to pair these center backs, right? We've seen a few unique mm-hmm. things so far this uh, summer, but but one thing we haven't seen really is a 3-4-3 three, three or any sort of three-man back line. There had been some rumors that if we get Kunde because he's right-footed and so is Araujo, um, that they might not gel together. You know, it must be said that PK and Puyol were both right-footed. Uh, PK and Mascherano were both, both right-footed, so it can work. But, you know, how do you see us lining up with Frankie de Jong also appearing a lot this summer? I mean, if we have a back four or back three, what do you see as our best pairing? And who do you think w- uh, we're going to see Xavi play the most, at least in the first month or two of the season? Sure. Uh, so I would for sure say we got to do the 4-3-3 just because the 3-4-3 feel like leaves Barca a little more vulnerable, especially on the wings, and it ends up uh, leaving us a little more uh, vulnerable to counterattacks. And so we do definitely need that four line until until we can kind of reinforce that and make sure that we can handle that defense. Because if we do play Jordi Alba in certain situations, he seems to get burned quite a bit. Um, I don't know if Des would be in a similar situation at times because we have seen his ups and downs in those situations. But, you know, let's go with the four back line. And you have Alba in, uh, on the left side, which is kind of default at this situation because we're not going to see Balde. But uh, I think it would be a good idea if we got Christensen and uh, Kunde, and we had Kunde on the right side, and then Christensen on the left side, because I think uh, Christensen has had a little more play time on that left side, um, and then the finally we would maybe slot in Araujo on the right back position. But this is not a, a four uh, four back line that I would say is a regular four back line. I would say this is a good option to depending because this in that in my opinion that is a very strong defensive back line if. Uh, Desk can't handle the team against, like, let's say Real Madrid, and it's uh, Vinicius Jr. coming down that side. I think Araujo is a great decision to be there. But in other situations, I would like uh, Araujo to slot in on the right, uh, the uh, right center back position, have Desk on the outside, maybe to provide a little more speed and connect with the offense, and then on the left side. Uh, that's where kind of I'm not 100% sure there. I would say maybe Christensen. Um, just because, again, he has more playtime there, or PK, but we, we kind of want to phase out PK in the end here, right? He's getting older. We don't want him to have as many minutes. We want to get our young guys some more playtime. If you're going to have Eric Garcia there, again, I think he's still too young. He still makes too many mistakes. Uh, maybe in low, uh, low uh, important games, we can play him in certain situations, but once we get the Champions League, man, we got to have that back line blocking everything, because we know... Ter Stegen is weak on his near side post all the time, and I'm getting tired of watching that ball go in. If we have that three back line, Kunde, Christensen, uh, uh, Araujo, 
I think it, that is a force to be reckoned with, Adam. And uh, mm. I'm not sure what you think about that, but I would love to hear your thoughts. Well, there have been some interesting situations, right, against Real Madrid with, mm-hmm. you know, Vinicius, as much as I hate to say, being quite the threat. We did see Araujo slot in as the right back. I think he also did last season in uh, in similar situations. But, you know, kind of mm-hmm. when you think about Xavi and him, you know, giving an importance of players he wants and giving a rank and, and, and what reinforcements he wants. I don't think from the right back position he really wants uh, Araujo there, nor should we, because sure. the, the right back and left back in Javi's system seem to kind of cut inside more and they provide a little bit more connection with the midfield. So I think Araujo, you know, I, I, when I think about setting up the back four, Jordi Alba is certainly going to be on the left. I think uh, as the right back position, you're going to really have a battle between Dest and Sergio Roberto. Uh, I think at times we might experiment with Araujo or Kunde there. I didn't there, even but think about Roberto. you got to think about <laughs> Sergio Roberto. He's the, <laughs> the man who plays under every manager. Yeah. Um, even though he had a good yeah. sub in against Real Madrid, you know, playing midfield, where sure. I think we will probably see him the most. But I, I'm of the opinion, not just because we're American, that Sergio Dest has had some high highs. I mean, uh, I remember throughout the last two seasons, really, he's had some opportunities to keep growing. And he just had injury injuries that, you know, kind of put him down. And so I'm hoping if he has a healthy full season, he can cement himself as a steady right back option for us to use. And then in the center, you know, kind of like I was alluding to, I think we're going to have to, even though it might take some time for us to really get, you know, uh, probably Kunde comfortable playing on the left side or Araujo on the left side. We're just going to have to kind of do it, right? You don't spend this much money on Kunde and not have him as a starter very frequently. And so, you know, I think when we think about the, the CB pairings for the big Champions League games, I'm going to want to see Araujo and Kunde there. It's just a matter of, you know, will Xavi be able to coach them to play, you know, together well and have one of those right-footed players play on the left side? I think... That's the that's the big question mark over this whole season, right? And y- whether it's Christensen, whether it's Kunde, whether it's Rafinha, Lewandowski, etc. I mean, really, the thing that Barca have lacked for so many years is a coach who can make big signings perform better on Barca, right? If you think about it, you think about Luis Suarez, you think about Ivan Rakitic, they're like the golden standards of players who have come to Barca in the last it's been almost like what seven years now and they were the ones who overperformed what we expected um Suarez maybe performed just like we expected but ever since then Coutinho uh Griezmann even Dembele Nelson Semedo um you know we just have Firpo right we just have this whole long list of players who came to Barca and weren't able to improve and so this is really where we're gonna see you know how Xavi is as a coach can he mold Kunde and Araujo as a CB pairing that's going to work well. Will he try things out? Will there be other reinforcements for that right and left back spot Will with uh, Alonso or, um, you know, other players from around either Spain or England? I, d- I don't know, but I'm excited, Yus, because it finally sure. feels like we're adding to that defense, right? Uh, I mentioned it sure. earlier, but I've been a little bit skeptical about all the money we've spent when it's been all on that firepower up front. And I feel like, you know, wha- the Frankfurt game is such a good, good example for me. It's like we got punched in the mouth in that second minute and it, and it just didn't matter, right? Like once you get a penalty but from a center back who's an experience like Eric Garcia in that first three minutes of a big tie, the team's going to fold, right? And I don't know, you know, yeah. as much as I love Pedri, as much as I love Gavi, um, as much as I love Fati, like I don't know how well they're going to perform when they get into some of these high-stress situations. And so having center backs who can help us, you know, make that last line tackle, prevent goal, 
goals and then have Ter Stegen gain confidence is going to be huge because the last thing I want on a young team is for them to be having to come from behind uh, because that, as much as it sucks to say, right, that's what Real Madrid's really good at. That's not what we've been proven really good at. Maybe Lewandowski no. will change that. Maybe Rafinha will change that. But I feel like a lot of our woes over the last few seasons have really come when the opposition takes it to us. And there's just there's an impending sense of doom that you and I have both experienced where it's just like, um, and it happened a lot in La Liga the last two years, right? Where like we're up 1-0 uh, at halftime and then everything just kind of switches and the team s- switches off and then they're just attacking us. And, and you and I have had a few times where we've been like, man, it just feels like we're going to let up two goals here. And then it happens, right? It's mm-hmm. happening in Celta Vigo for sure. And so I'm I'm excited, man. That was kind of a long rant about what I think this will bring. <laughs> and Kunde isn't – It's he's not necessarily like that game sure. stopper like Robert Lewandowski in terms of like I expect – uh, Lewandowski to score 25 goals. Like I, I don't know how Kunde is going to fit initially, but he is a massive upgrade, I think, over Eric Garcia. And then, you know, Gerard Piquet has played really well the last few seasons, right? He's always a player, and especially as he's gotten older, is a player who grows into the season and gets better over time. And so having these young guys like Eric Garcia, Kunde, Christensen, Araujo, who may, might be a little bit more locked in when the season starts, is going to really help us Start off on a strong foot, right? I said incorrectly last w- uh, last video that we're playing Sevilla first when it's really Rio Vallecano, but still, I think Sevilla is like our fourth game of the season, and that's a huge game for us. And so it's going to be important sure. for us to have competition. That's the big thing for me. Yeah, no, I totally agree. And I think this whole this whole summer saga of transfers and money and blah, 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 at the, at the, at the end of the day, I think we've really made some solid Huge, uh, moves. Ginormous yeah. success, <laughs> right? Like, well, in a mil- like you see, at, the en- uh-huh. at, the, at the end of last season, <laughs> there's no way I would have uh-huh. told you Rafinha, Lewandowski, no, of Kunde, course not. Christensen, no and you would have been like, oh, yeah, <laughs> no. that's what we're going to get, right? I mean, it's, it's really yeah. been kind of like a magic trick. Well, I'm just, like, excited that we can actually stop – I mean, hopefully we can stop saying that, uh, you know, our players are tired. We have nobody to sub in. I don't like if that is an excuse that we have during this season. I think uh, I think it would be under poor management Mm -hmm. uh, if that was the case. And but I don't think that's going to happen. We have just so many players we can switch around, sub in and deal with the situations and be able to adapt. Finally, I think that was one of our biggest downfalls last season is we had struggle adjusting during the game. And with so many players, I think that will mitigate some of that. Uh, Hopefully some more experience in the team uh, from some of the older players is also going to help that. But at the end of the day here, Adam, I'm happy. Uh, I just I think their first game of the season is August 13th. And like you just said, Rio Vallecano. Uh, we do have to play Juventus soon here in um, the U.S. Yep. And so, yeah, that's it, guys. Smash that subscribe button and we'll cover some more um, materials. You know, we'll probably talk about the Juventus game, see how some more players perform. But have a good one, guys, and thank you so much for watching. Thank you.